1: your host, 100% raw truth, 100% American made, the warrior, Wayne Allen Root.
2: Wayne on the route, hour two on the radio. Um, I understand we are not going to be on Lindell today. Some sort of technical difficulties. I don't believe we're on. If we are on, uh, I don't know about it. <laughs> I believe we lost our Zoom connection, so we will not be on Lindell TV today. So you can't find me there. You can only find me here on USA Audio Network and my flagship station, of course, as always. Uh, AM 670 in Las Vegas and so many other great stations around the United States. we got all the great stations in Connecticut so many great stations in Connecticut up and down the I-95 and all the way into Long Island and Suffolk County. Great stuff in Connecticut. My great buddy Lee Elsie out there on the same stations he does the morning, I've got the evening, and it is a heck of a powerful one-two punch combination. I think uh, the best way to start this hour number two is to start the same way I started hour number one with a commentary that's gotten such fabulous response, and I mean Fabulous response from everyone who reads it because there's a lot of angry people out there and I don't want to say angry white people because that makes it sound like this is some sort of racist diatribe I think if you're white, if you're black if you're Latino and you're middle class and you are uh, a Republican, you are a conservative, you're a patriot, you're a Christian doesn't matter what the color of your skin is I think you'd be very angry at what went on to start the Super Bowl yesterday. I think uh, black middle class Americans would be just as angry as white middle class Americans, why do we have a black national anthem to start a football game? I've never heard anything so disgusting and offensive in my entire life. So uh, the name, the title of my column is I did not stand for the black national anthem at the Super bowl. And here are some important questions for the NFL. And I sure think I had a bullseye in this one from the response I've gotten. You guys love it. The so-called Black National Anthem was sung at the Super Bowl on Sunday, and I did not stand. Did you? I find this disgraceful and disgusting. I find it racist. I find it divisive. I find it offensive and insulting. Not because I'm white, but because I'm an American. I grew up. In a blue collar neighborhood in a majority black town. I am Jewish. My neighbors were Italian Catholic and Irish Catholic. At my high school on the Bronx borderline in Malvern, New York, almost everyone was black. I was the minority. I was bullied, I was attacked, I was beaten, but I never asked for an anthem to celebrate my minority status. Why would we celebrate a national anthem for only one group? I thought we were all Americans. Should there be 20 national anthems before games? Because that would take an hour before you even start a football game. Why not a white national anthem? Certainly, if you're going to play a black one, there should definitely be a white national anthem. If you could have a black anthem, why not a white one? Why can't I celebrate being white while you're celebrating being black? Why is one racist and the other just fine and dandy? Why not a Jewish national anthem? Blacks make up 12% of America, but Jews make up only 2%. Aren't Jews even more of a minority than blacks? So why shouldn't our minority be celebrated, too? Why does only one minority qualify? Why not an Italian national anthem? or Irish, or Polish, or Asian, or Latino, or gay, or straight, or a trans national anthem? Oh boy, I better not give them ideas. How come only black Americans get to be celebrated? Man, is that racist? Here are a few more important questions. When did the USA become a black nation? Last I checked, we're all just one nation under God. Doesn't that nation already have a national anthem? Do we live in America, or has the name been changed to Black America? Because if there's no country named Black America, why would there be an anthem for Black America? This makes no sense to me. Would Black Americans be offended if someone said that America is about 70% white, so therefore we live in white America? I think they'd be pretty damn offended. I'm white and I'd be offended. This isn't my America. This isn't white America. It belongs to all of us. We are all Americans. And there should be only one anthem that represents all of us. It's one for all and all for one. Right? Millions of Americans feel like the NFL just spit in our face. Yet no one in the mainstream media thinks this is a big story. That's either bizarre or racist. If the argument is you don't understand, Wayne, black America is different. They experienced unique persecution with racism and slavery. They deserve this. Well, first of all, two wrongs don't make a right. Blacks were treated badly. We all agree. Guess what? The NFL just treated everyone who isn't black badly. Secondly, the black experience was terrible, but it's not unique. My Jewish people have experienced prejudice and hatred for thousands of years, including here in America. We also have been enslaved in Rome and in Egypt. We were enslaved by the Romans and the Egyptians. But we've experienced something far worse than slavery. The Holocaust was about slavery, mass murder, and the attempted extinction of our race. So why isn't there a Jewish national anthem played at football games? If you want to play that childish game, our persecution was worse than your persecution. Na, 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 na. (laughs) And our persecution was far more recent. The Holocaust was only about 80 years ago. Slavery in America ended almost 200 years ago. More importantly, those days of racism and persecution for blacks are gone. Thank God. But watching the nationwide protests since the Hamas mass murder of Jews in Israel, with protesters screaming death to Israel and genocide to Jews, it's pretty clear the persecution of Jews is still very much alive but I don't want a Jewish anthem despite all of that I don't want a Jewish anthem before football games why would anyone want to divide America like this is someone looking to start a new civil war there should not be a black America or a white America there is only America Most importantly, why would any CEO want to offend and anger a majority of his own customers? The majority of NFL fans are white. Does the NFL hate its own white fans? Is the commissioner CEO of the NFL, Roger Goodell, self-hating? Is he filled with white guilt? I think the answer is yes to both of those. Does he want to chase away all his fans who don't happen to celebrate racism towards whites and the division of our country? Because he'd be chasing away most of the NFL's fans. And that would be dumb business, wouldn't it? I don't see white America or black America. I don't see white football players or black players. I see Americans. I see my brothers. I see my countrymen. It's time to retire the black national anthem at NFL games unless you want to divide America according to race or religion or tribes. Is that what the NFL wants? I know one thing. I will not stand for a black national anthem. So that's my commentary that came out uh, just this morning and the response I've gotten has been overwhelming and positive and so far zero negativity, not one negative response. So far it must be like 300. We love this and zero on the other side. Good stuff. And you know, Now we move on, okay? I I made a bet on the Kansas City Chiefs. I won the game. For me, it was a good Super Bowl. I hated the the Black National Anthem to start it. I hated the halftime show. I thought it was low class. I thought it was boring. I thought it was kind of disgusting and offensive with uh, Usher taking his shirt off. Uh, I thought there were like 400 dancers and singers out there, and they were all black. And i got to tell you something. America has white people in it. You can't have a halftime show that excludes white people. Not one white person. I mean, how hope, sir, can you be? So, you know, look, the NFL is just woke and disgusting. But its fans are almost all conservative Trumpers like me. You find me a football fan, I'll show you a guy who played football in junior high and high school and college like me. I'll find you a guy who loves the violent hitting. You know, it brings him back to his high school days or his college days. And uh, you find me a football game and I'll find you people who graduated South Carolina and they're betting on the University of South Carolina. They graduated Michigan, they're betting on the University of Michigan. They graduate Ohio State, they're betting on Ohio State. You know, that's how it all happens. You go to college or, or you live in an area and you just fall in love with the football team and you're not gonna take that away from us. You're never gonna take that away from us. I hear people say, Oh, Wayne, you shouldn't watch football anymore you're never gonna take football away from me or or a hundred million American uh all American men red-blooded all American men you're just not you're never gonna take it away try as you may with your Black Lives Matter bullspit spit and your ning and your social justice end zones and neem for the national anthem you're never gonna take football away from us not gonna allow it it's one of the joys of our lives and betting on the games is, is one of the things that most of us enjoy more than even watching it. We like watching it with a bet on it. The betting is what matters to so many American men. So I, I just think the Black National Anthem is, is, a, is a bridge too far. Nobody's going to accept it. No one can even believe it's happening. Um, when I get back, I will talk to you about all the other stories in the news day. And there's a lot of them, a lot of them about the open border and a lot of them about... What our country faces. Uh, there's some good news for once. The Israelis went in and, and uh, went into an area of uh, of Gaza that Biden told them, "Do not go near that place. Do not go in. Don't do it." And immediately, they rescued two hostages who have been held in since, since October. And I just gotta ask, how come when that submarine went to the bottom of the sea, the whole world was on pins and needles, can we rescue them? Can we rescue them for five days? Can we rescue them? The Jews go in and rescue two people that have been held hostage for months and months, and the world says nothing. The world should be cheering. We rescue two Jews from these savages. waiting for. Follow the smart money. Goldgate Capital sells physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA, SEP IRA or 401k retirement account. 100% insured. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and only for my fans. If you tell them Wayne Allerout sent you, Gate Capital will give you up to 15000 in free silver for opening a qualified gold IRA account. Call Goalgate today. Tell them War sent you Eight five five seven seven zero 770 gold Eight five five seven seven zero 770 gold or go to goldgatecapital.com Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. If you're sick and tired of supporting woke companies, I have great news for you. Raw and unfiltered.
0: As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833 848 2590. That's 833 Vital 90.
2: The root, the root, the roots on fire, the sponsor of the segment of the show, Golgate Capital. What are you waiting for? The world's on fire. America's on fire. America's in decline. Our borders are under invasion. Inflation is raging. World War Three is upon us. Don't forget the vaccines is like a, the vaccines are a killing machine. COVID vaccine is just killing people, left and right. Heart attacks, strokes, cancer, turbo cancer, excess death. Everyone is buying gold and silver for a good reason. Things are are going downhill fast, and the price of gold is right around an all-time high for months now. Central banks, the smartest minds of the financial world, are buying gold with both hands. So who are you waiting for? Who are you, what are you waiting for, I should say? Follow the smart money. Central banks, smartest, most brilliant minds of the financial world, and why are they buying so much gold? Who's buying the most gold, by the way, in the whole world? China because they understand what's coming because they're causing the disaster. Goldgate Capital sells physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA, SEP IRA, or 401k retirement account, 100% insured. <clears throat> they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And only for my fans, if you tell them Wainwright sent you, Goldgate Capital will give you up to $15,000 in free silver for opening a qualified gold IRA account. So call Goldgate today, tell them War sent you, toll-free 770 gold eight five five seven seven zero 855-770-GOLD or go to goldgatecapital.com I started to tell you this story um, in our number one I never got to the, the, the bones of the story two members of the United States Congress denied access to a federally funded migrant facility for the uh, for oversight of taxpayer spending so It's really amazing. Earlier this week, journalist James O'Keefe of O'Keefe Media visited a Ramada Inn converted to a migrant housing facility that is reportedly being run by the Casa Elitas program in Tucson, Arizona. According to O'Keefe, buses were coming in with new migrants every 15 minutes, including while he was... uh, interviewing a Pima County Sheriff Deputy. During the interaction, O'Keefe disclosed he had an undercover inside facility. It was reported by O'Keefe there was a makeshift room in the hotel with uh, uh, over 150 cots set up. The reporting by O'Keefe caught the attention of two congressmen, Congressman Tom Tiffany from Wisconsin, who sits on the House Judiciary Committee, as well as Doug LaMalfa of California, who's on the Natural Resources Committee. And during a trip to Arizona, representative or congressman Tiffany and LaMalfa decided to visit the very same facility O'Keefe was talking about. Upon arrival, Representative Tiffany identified himself as a member of Congress on the Natural Resources Committee to an individual working at the hotel. Representative Tiffany said he wanted to stop in and take a look at how this place is operating because we understand you have a lot of migrants coming through here, but was denied access because we're not allowed to let anybody in that's not an employee or staff. Tiffany said this facility was utilizing federal funding, of which the U.S. Congress has oversight, and that he would like to speak to a manager. The employee wouldn't even let the congressman into the office. A woman in a hoodie and a surgical mask then appears. When the congressman introduced themselves, the woman says, no cameras, please, and asks someone to call the sheriff. Call 911, because they're on private property. Can you imagine? These are congressmen. And they're on property that that is being funded by your taxpayer dollars and the United States government. Representative Tiffany told the woman they were not trespassing, and after being told they were trespassing, they once again identified themselves as members of Congress, we're here as members of Congress. There are federal dollars that go into this operation. We have oversight. We want to go in and see what your operation looks like. Tiffany told the woman that they would call for public hearings because there appears There are other operations like this, and people really need to know where their dollars are being spent. Uh, Representative LaMalfa was talking about being able to issue subpoenas, and the woman walked away from the two members of Congress. The organization that runs the facility is reported as Casa Alitas, a program of the Catholic Community Services of Southern Arizona. Their website claims they are a humanitarian aid project committed to helping asylum seekers. Folks, I've been talking about this for a long time. The Catholic Church, you know, Catholics are are almost all really good conservatives and patriots. But the Catholic Church... Dirty man, the Catholic Church. You know what they want? They want to let everybody in the world into the United States because they'll all drop money in the hat when they pass into church. It's all they care about. They're not going to be responsible for the funding, the government gives them the money for the funding. All these people on welfare and food stamps and free medical my god, the list goes on and on free schools are taxpayer money our tax are going to go through the roof the government's going to pay for it the catholic church will get rich because every one of them will drop money into the hat when they pass around a church what a, what a scam
4: do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem get help now insurance may cover everything stop the drug and alcohol nightmare
1: War now.
4: USA News Update. Former President Trump is participating in a closed hearing Monday regarding his classified documents case in Florida. Trump and his legal team were scheduled to convene with a federal judge for an extensive discussion expected to last several hours, Trump facing allegations of taking hundreds of classified documents with him when he left the White House. President Biden making light of concerns about his memory. Speaking at a conference in Washington Monday,
1: Biden quipped, What I didn't realize, and I've been around, I know it don't look like, but I've been around a while i do remember that his remark follows a report that characterized biden as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory
2: a series of significant storms is pounding the southern u.s with tornado watches and warnings spread across southern louisiana alabama georgia and into tennessee and the carolinas further
1: north wintry conditions will be hitting john schaefer usa news wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated
4: The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. February is Heart Month, and every year Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay, join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1 877 928 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with Extendivite.
2: The Ruth, root Ruth, Ruth is on fire. Welcome back to the show. Uh, the sponsor of this segment of the show is the Replatform Freedom Economy Convention, March 8th through 10th, at the Horseshoe in Las Vegas, which used to be Bally's Resort and Casino. It's now Horseshoe Resort and Casino, Replatform. Is the largest gathering of parallel economy businesses, consumers, and advertisers in one place at one time. I'll be giving the opening speech. Come Hear Me, the founders of Give, Send, Go, and many other famous business leaders. Replatform has been created by the same team who defeated the vaccine mandates. The world changed during the COVID pandemic with a merger, some might say a conspiracy. Between government, media, corporate, deep state, and big pharma. And these guys had a big victory against the vaccine mandates. And now they're helping Americans like you to pursue happiness and success in the emerging parallel freedom economy. So great, great guests we've got with us, the founders of Give, Send, Go, who are going to be speaking at this Replatform Vegas convention, uh, Heather Wilson and Jacob Wells, and I want to welcome you both to the show. They're the co-founders of Give, Send, Go. Heather and Jacob, welcome to the show.
5: Hi, Wayne. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to be here.
2: All right, so explain exactly what Give, Send, Go is. It's a website, givesendgo.com, and give everyone a, uh, a kind of a, you know, a, a, an explanation of what you guys do and where your big advantage is.
5: Sure, so Give, Send, Go has been around for uh, about 10 years now, since 2014, um, started by Jacob, myself, and a sister. And we are an online fundraising platform. People come on. They have a need. They start a campaign. They ask their friends and family to help them fund whatever they're raising money for. And they transfer the money easily to their bank account. Sounds simple. Sounds like something everybody needs. We all know different platforms that do similar things. And so, you know, we ask, well, why is it so important that there's another one like Give, and Go? And the bottom line is is because we're watching our... Our nation our world go crazy in the censorship game and gifts and go now is a online fundraising platform that allows people to raise funds for what's important to them even if We disagree with them. It's kind of novel these
2: days. (laughs) Exactly. I let people speak. I don't worry about what they believe in. I might debate them. I might say they're wrong, but I don't try to censor them. I don't try to ban them. I don't try to destroy their lives. But you and I both know that's exactly what the left does. That's their game plan. So you guys, I don't know if you could see yourselves right, or you consider yourselves not right nor left. You're just into making money. You're capitalists, and you let anybody talk. But are are you? to write yourselves?
6: I, I would say on a personal level, definitely lean more conservative. Heather and I, as siblings, we grew up in a conservative Christian upbringing. I, after spending some time in the military, thought I was going to be a pastor at various points. Um, so we definitely lean, I'd say, more on the conservative bent. But our, our whole focus in creating Give, Send, Go was a recognition that as important as it is to raise money for the the needs that are around us here locally and around the world, people also need hope because money money will meet your it will help solve the material needs that you have, but it doesn't it doesn't bring hope in some of these situations where we see lots of tragedy and so we wanted a platform that shared a little bit more uh, hope with people rather than just be a platform all about money and so you see on our our website uh, various Bible verses, but also the pray button, ways for people to send messages to campaign owners, encouraging them and, and sharing hope with them. And we also have a prayer team that shares hope with people. So uh, we we do, uh, as a platform, stay stay neutral in the middle. We, we've had things uh, on the left that we di- disagree with, and we've had things on the right that we disagree with. And we say, you know what, we want to share hope with people as they're going through the difficult Things that
2: they do that I assume your your biggest competitor is GoFundMe that's kind of the the guys on the other end of the spectrum who raise lots of money are very successful, but they they censor and ban and won't allow all kinds of people on the right to raise money for the things they want to raise money for, right?
5: Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. And when we started 10 years ago, that wasn't as big of a thing. We weren't seeing it as blatant as we do nowadays. So, you know, we were just going to be an alternative. And now because of how crazy um, these platforms are that think they're the God and can decide on everybody's rights and and freedoms. uh, What we're watching is we no longer want to just be an alternative to GoFundMe and some of these other. We're going to be the replacement. We're going to take over this market space. We're watching our numbers go up. We're watching the other platforms um, fire people and whittle down. And our goal is to be the number one crowdfunding platform in the world. We're already in over 80 countries where GoFundMe is only in 35. And we know that people need freedom, to make a difference. And so we're just going to allow that. And and we're watching ourselves grow because of that that principle.
2: How do you decide what to allow and what not to allow? I mean, there must be some limits what you'd allow, or you just figure let the free market take care of it, and there are no limits.
6: Yeah, so it's really the law determines a lot of those things already. So if it's illegal, it's not allowed. Um, And we do... Have kind of that lazy fair attitude, which is what the market determine. we do have uh, a standard and part of this is a journey we say this Heather and I say this all the time as we as we navigate some of the complexities because we do live in a world where there are polarized ideas that um are, and extreme ideas that really have some tension around them and um for, for us our 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 drive in that where we've settled in is saying we're going to let freedom reign, we're going to let the default be freedom, and we're going to protect children in the process, children that don't have a voice. So we've, we've set the standard as our platform um, that you you can fundraise pretty much for anything that's legal outside of fundraising for your abortion, the killing of an innocent child, or for fundraising for the transgender uh transformation of a youth now if you're an adult and we just recently had a campaign for an adult that wanted to fundraise for their transgender a top surgery and we're completely fine fine in the sense if you can use our platform for that it's not necessarily something that we agree with but um we're gonna let the market decide we're gonna we're gonna be as neutral as possible we recognize the freedoms that we have came at a very high price for us and and it shouldn't necessarily be um Heather or I or, or anyone else dictating to people what they can fundraise for, the law already exists for that reason.
2: And you two are both, and we're talking to Heather Wilson and Jacob Wells, who are the co-founders of Give, Send, Go, and if I understood correctly, you two are siblings, is that right? You grew up together?
5: Yeah, we're we're actually two of 12 siblings.
2: Wow.
3: Uh,
5: same, same mom, same dad, no twins, those are all the, not Catholic, those are all the questions people ask. Wow. Um,
6: where did you, where and, did you grow up?
5: Yeah, we grew up in southern New Hampshire, and a lot of our family resides up in the northeast. Um, even till today, uh, family reunions are amazing with us and all our <laughs> children. The cousins are, are going to run the world, I think,
6: one day.
2: That's great. And where, where are you guys based? Where's Gifts and Go actually based nowadays?
6: We're out of, we're out of Massachusetts. Um, we're incorporated out of Delaware and currently out of Massachusetts, but our team is all remote, so...
2: You. Right, you could be anywhere you want in the whole United States. I get it. I get it. Hey, listen, I'm based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, and my show uh, is carried on radio by USA Audio Network in Dallas, Texas, and my, my board op and associate producer is in my ear from Dallas, Texas, and I've got my Real America's Voice TV show, and the crew that runs my show is in Denver, and sometimes they're in on the East Coast, sometimes they're in Miami. So, I mean, the whole world is, uh, is kind of mobile nowadays, so pretty cool. Um, you're going to be part of the replay platform convention in Las Vegas at the horseshoe, March eighth through tenth. The horseshoe used to be Bally's, now it's Horseshoe Hotel and Casino. March eighth through tenth, tell us what you're gonna be talking about when you two give a major speech at this replatform conference.
5: Well, one of the reasons we decided to get involved is because we are a fundraising platform and we know how important it is for people to be able to raise funds. And so a lot of what we're going to be talking about in several different sessions over the weekend is Sharing a campaign um, that the re platform uh, staff have picked ahead of time that we say we're going to try to encourage people to be as generous as possible because we know generosity can change the world. And so we're going to be talking about how to use Gibson Go to be generous. We're going to obviously tell what separates us and, and some of the cool stories we have. But one of the main things we're going to be there for is to be the fundraising platform because the heart behind re, the Replatform um, conference, one of them is... We want to give people an opportunity to be generous, to think outside themselves, not just to come together and complain about the world and, and, you know, what's bad about it, but to actually say, no, here's opportunities that we can step in, fundraise, and make a difference. And so we're really excited about that. We're we're finalizing who that um, nonprofit organization is going to be, that is going to be the uh, fund, who we're going to be fundraising for over the weekend. Um, but... Yes, we're really excited about
2: this. And, and we're all in the game together. I'm the opening speaker of that event, and it's all about creating a parallel economy. In other words, the mainstream economy out there in many ways is woke and liberal and lefty and anti-American and anti-Christian, and all of us are part of this new conservative parallel economy, or maybe you'd call it a patriot parallel economy with like-minded folks, and you guys are in that same like-minded genre as, as Wayne Allyn Root we're all into freedom. You know, let people live. with Live and let live. Don't ban them. Don't censor them. Don't try and silence them. Let them live and let them speak. So it's all about the parallel economy. It's March 8th through 10th. I will be the opening speaker. Heather Wilson and Jacob Wells, the co-founders of Give, Send, Go, will be giving a major address at the conference as well. Get your tickets now at replatformvegas.com. Use the promo code WAR to receive 10% off. Vegas. Heather and Jacob of Give, Send, Go. Thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for making this a better world. Wayne Alaroon, I'm so proud and excited to bring you the most powerful 1-2-3 punch ever from our sponsors, BikeWarrior.com. as more information comes out about what's really in those vaccines and the news gets worse every day. The single most asked question I get from my fans and friends is what can I do to protect my health and restore my immune system? I got the jab. I feel like I have a ticking time bomb in my body. Now I've got the answer. What started with patent pending no is now triple the power. It's now a remarkable three step protocol to remove toxins, repair your health and restore Your immunity and DNA stability. This is how you take control of your health and flush dangerous spike proteins out of your body forever. And the genius isn't using the power of the human body to heal. It's 100% natural. Here's a special offer for my fans only. Go to spikewarrior.com to get all three products. Remove, repair, and restore for 50% off. Only for my fans. Triple the power for half the price. Go right now to spikewarrior.com. Use promo code WAR. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Wayne Alarute from mypillow.com and mystore.com. Hundreds of products are available right now, turning my pillow's winter sale up to 80% off. Plus, get free shipping for a limited time. The all new My Pillow sheets, Giza dream sheets, designer My Towels, My Slippers, and so much more. Also, right now, take advantage of special offers on the new My Pillow 2.0, the greatest pillow ever created, and the new My Mattress Topper 2.0. Discounts are available at MyPillow.com with promo code WAR for Wayne Alaroot. You can also receive great offers on Mike Liddell's products at MyStore.com, also with promo code WAR. At MyStore.com, you can save up to 50% on a My coffee subscription, plus many other amazing products from patriotic American entrepreneurs. Get up to 80% off right now at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com during MyPillow's winter sale. And be sure to use promo code WAR at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. That's promo code WAR. War! include Epstein-Barr, herpes viruses, shingles, chickenpox, and many more. Z-Shield helps ensure you are not vulnerable to new viruses or reactivation of the dormant ones. Get Z-Stack and Z-Shield right now at z That's z Use promo code WAR for a discount just for my fans. That's z Use promo code WAR. That's z Use promo code
1: WAR raw and unfiltered
6: you've seen crazy diets to lose weight
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait now, the root, the root, the root, the root's on fire. Hey, uh, Donald Trump is now America's most respected leader by a wide margin. You know, it's just amazing. It's like if you listen to the liberal media, they had you believing how unpopular Trump was, and everybody hates him. Trump is America's most respected leader by a 20-point margin over second place Joe Biden. That's scary. Joe Biden's in second. Here's the actual uh, results of the... The Rasmussen Report, who asked 749 likely voters a simple question. Which of the following do you respect most as a leader? And the answer was Donald Trump, 42%. Joe Biden, 21%, Barack Obama, 17%. Oh, I thought Obama was far more popular than Trump. Obama, 17%, Bernie Sanders, 5%, Nikki Haley, 5%, Mitt Romney, 3%, and Hillary Clinton, 2%. A full 28% of black voters claim Trump as their most respected leader. Compared to just 25% for Biden. Trump beats Biden on on this question with black voters by 3%. Hillary earned just 1% of black votes, which tied her with Mitt Romney. With black people, the only person that topped Trump was Obama. Among Democrats, Trump earned 13% support, which put him ahead of Bernie Sanders, by the way. Only 1% of Democrats chose Hillary as their most respected leader. 1% among Republicans, 75% chose Trump. Uh, Only 43% of Democrats chose Biden. Among independent voters, 39% chose Trump. Biden didn't even come in second. Obama was second with 17%. And only 13% chose Joe Biden. Trump beat both Obama and Biden combined with independents. So, you know, I I don't know what else you could say to prove that Trump is a fantastic candidate, not a bad candidate, a fantastic candidate. All right, let me shift gears because uh, I saw a story a few days ago that was so shocking to me. I couldn't believe it because, you know, many years ago, 10 years ago, my daughter graduated Harvard. So that means if she graduated 10 years ago, 14 years ago, we were jumping up and down with joy, tears of joy, because my daughter received her acceptance letter to a college that's widely regarded as the as the greatest university, the smartest university in the entire world. You know, the number one university in the world, Harvard, in those days. And we were so excited. I didn't care that it was liberal. I cared that once you get in Harvard, your ticket is punched or stamped for the rest of your life. And my my kid went to Harvard. Wow. She graduated uh, Phi Beta Kappa right at the top of her class. And she's now Dr. Dakota Root. But now to go to Harvard, you need a COVID-19 vaccine. Forget about the fact that uh, they're racist. They hate white people. They hate Jews. They seem to support Hamas and the Palestinian cause. And they've thrown Israel under the bus. On top of that, they're ready to kill their own students. Harvard renews their COVID-19 vaccine mandate joining 69 other schools. Did you know that to get into colleges you still your kids need to be vaccinated? Did you know that? It's incredible. It's it's impossible to even believe. And when you when you kind of combine that with a story that came out over the weekend you just go, how is this possible? Who are these people that are willing to murder children? For what reason? What reason? No child. and When I say child, I'm not talking about five-year-olds. I'm talking about college kids, right? There's no college kid that gets COVID and dies in the entire United States. Find me a college student in America that got COVID and died. Well, maybe since the vaccine, if you have, but not many. And find me... An elementary school kid that died, who didn't already have cancer, find me a junior high or high school kid. There is no risk or so little, it's basically zero risk of dying from COVID if you're a kid. So why do they need a vaccine that's so dangerous and deadly? Because now a a report was published by the UK government. No one in the mainstream media will tell you this, Holy Wayne Root. Uh, The Department of the UK government, known as the Office for National Statistics, ONS, and it reveals people aged 18 to 49 who have received four doses of the COVID-19 vaccine are up to 318% more likely to die of any cause than unvaccinated people aged 18 to 49. This means we have found the cause of excess deaths being so high across the West and why young people are dying of cancer across the West and in particular across the UK massive excess deaths of young people in the United Kingdom since the COVID vaccine came around and and now we have the data to actually prove it the link between COVID vaccines and increased cancer and death in children and young adults it's there Yet Harvard is now renewing the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. You can't register for the upcoming semester until you've gotten the shots and the boosters, joining 69 other colleges around the country. Is this incredible? They're killing college students who have zero chance of ever dying from COVID.